All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Between the Dream podcast. I am your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, March 26th. Man, can you believe how fast the year is flying by already? Like, this is insane. Guys, I hope you all had a great weekend. It's time to get another amazing week started. And this week, I want to kick us off with a heavy conversation that I think is important for those of us who are chasing our dreams, who are chasing our goals, and who are trying to make life happen for us. But before I do that, please let me first welcome those of you all who are new. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to the Dream Team. Be sure to subscribe, man. Leave a like and even a comment. Comment on iTunes, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Overcast, or the Anchor app. For those of you all that are coming back, welcome back. Thank you so much for staying consistent with me. Thank you for all of the great messages. I'm glad to know that what I've been putting out content-wise has been uh, uh, beneficial for you, that it's been helpful, and that you appreciate it. It lets me know that I am doing something right with my life. Man, look, so this past weekend, I had the chance to go back home to Chicago. So for those of you all that don't know, living in Seattle now, but I am originally from Chicago, um, and I've only been gone for about a year and three months, but I had to speak at the Trapped Queens conference in Chicago. A good friend of mine, Melissa, she puts on this annual conference um, that is really all about empowering I can't even talk today. Empowering ring. There we go. It's Monday, guys. Stay with me. Empowering women um, in in many different facets. But Saturday's uh, portion of the conference was focused around trapped goals, being filled with dreams, goals, and visions, but being stuck and trapped because we have so many things around us that cause us to either be distracted or that make us feel like we should quit or give up, right? So she asked me to come in and do the keynote this week, and I did. And one of the things that I discussed point-wise in my keynote was this idea of support that comes from friends and family. And I thought that this conversation piece was so important on today's podcast because I know, look, as we talk about this whole conversation, concept of between the dream. Um, What is between the dream? Between the dream is the process. And as we are chasing our dream in this process, trying to get to our promise, one of the biggest things that we tend to deal with is this reality that our expectation of the support system is completely just like spiraled out of control once we actually start walking in the nitty gritty of the process. And a lot of times it comes from friends and family members, right? We can easily find ourselves in positions where we thought that we were going to have this massive support from friends and family and that if nobody else supported us, our our big startup, our big GoFundMe uh, like launching pad was going to be family and friends. And then a lot of times, once we actually start getting into the work, they're nowhere to be found. If we can be completely honest and real with ourselves, I know I'm not the only one who's felt like this in times past. I'm pretty sure many of you all have felt like that, and maybe you still do. But with that being said, today, I want to challenge you on this ugly truth of your friends and your families uh, not supporting your dreams or your goals or the vision that you have, right? And in challenging you, I want to I wanna challenge you not with your friends and family, but with you personally. Maybe there's 
some things that you can change. Maybe there is a expectation that you have that is unrealistic or maybe you're missing the bigger picture altogether. So look, I got five points I want to give you and we are going to go ahead and close this podcast out. Listen, first and foremost, look, and the conversation of the support from friends and family, the first thing that we've got to remember is that we have to let go of the expectation that they will be our biggest supporters. Friends and family are great. But guys, we have got to be very, very careful not to get so caught up in the idea that they are supposed to be our biggest supporters, that they are supposed to be our number ones. And why is that? One of the things I've had to explain to people, um, even at the conference on Saturday and just in general, when I have this conversation of support, and this is all life lessons that I've personally had to learn. The same friends and family members that encouraged you to go out and chase the chase the dream that you have and shoot for the stars. And if you don't make it, you can at least land on the moon, right? Or shoot for the moon and land on the star. Either way, you landed on something, right? The same people who gave you all of these words of encouragement on what to do don't seem to be anywhere after you actually make the necessary steps to start doing it, right? I know I'm not the only one. So with that being the case, one of the things that we've got to, to have an understanding of is that just because they push you in the space of doing it, once you do it, it doesn't mean that they're going to actually be the happiest for you. And I'm not even going to call it jealousy. Sometimes it is. But sometimes people, they, they, because they've grown up knowing you for so long, because they've seen you in your faults, in your mistakes, because they've seen you basically talk a lot, but maybe not necessarily putting action behind it. Now that they see you in this space, guys, you've got to be realistic with the fact that they are not going to be your biggest supporters. They have seen you grow. They have watched you in your childhood. They have seen you. They look, and not just seen you, they've spent time with you during the moments where maybe you didn't have a dream or a goal. They've spent an adequate amount of time with you in your life when everything that you want to do right now is complete opposite of what they know you for. It's very hard for people who get comfortable with you to have an understanding of who you're becoming. One more time. It's very hard for people who have become comfortable with you to have a true understanding and appreciation of who you're becoming. So we've got to be able to let go of this expectation that our friends and family will be our biggest support system, which leads me into my second point. Before you allow your emotions to dismantle your connection with your family members, you've got to understand how support works. You've got to be able to have a true, clear and concise understanding of what your support is supposed to look like during this time. Guys, it's not going to be a thing of friends and family members being the ones that are pushing you and thrusting you and sharing all your stuff. I, I get it. I've seen it on social media time and time again. You are working in a certain field. You're doing a certain thing. You might catch wind of the fact that your family members who are following you and who you follow are sharing work of people who are doing the exact same thing that you are, but then feel like, well, man, like, what is it? Am I not doing something right? Do you not care about me? You're supposed to be here for me. What happens? And this is a self-check moment right here. We have got to pull back from our emotions. It is very easy for us to take the words or for us to take action from people that we don't know rather than those that we do. You could be saying the exact same thing. You could be doing the exact same thing as the people whose work that they've shared. But at the end of the day, remember what I said. They have gotten comfortable with you. They have gotten comfortable knowing you. And because of that, they can't see you in the light and where God is shifting you and moving you to. 
which leads me into the third point. When we talk about not allowing your emotions to dismantle relationships and connections with your family members, you can expect those who have seen you to grow to easily accept you in the transformation. They know that you've changed, but you can't have this expectation that they're going to be able to catch wind immediately. Sometimes it will take people the rest of their lives to truly acknowledge you for who God has like grown you into. It will take them the rest of their lives to realize that you are not the little baby that they once used to see. You are not a spring chicken anymore, but you are thriving. I don't you could get super big and some people will still only see you for what they choose to see you as. The reason why this third point is so important is because you cannot allow yourself to get upset with somebody's willingness to either see you or not see you where you think that they should, right? We've got to get out of this expectation of this perfect reality of friends and family members looking at me, being happy for me, being proud of me. Guys, it's unrealistic. For some of us, family members see it, friends see it. And like I said, it might not always be jealousy, but sometimes you pursuing your dream, your goal, your passion, it puts them in their feelings. Because now they got to look at themselves and be like, well, man, they did it and I didn't. Right. And they're not jealous of you. But at the same time, they feel some type of way about themselves. But of course, when it's all said and done, it's going to seem as if it's towards you and it's not. It's just the fact that they've come to the reality of maybe some dreams and visions and goals that they've slept on, some things that they've done. And this is no slight at them. What I am saying, though, is that you can't allow yourself to be sucked into this trap of now you're in your feelings. You walk around with your head held high when you go to the family reunion. Come on, be real with me. When you're around for holidays because now you're doing the work. Now you out here. You, look, you're killing it in your field. You're doing what you're supposed to do. And you want to kind of you, you want to kind of flaunt it a little bit. Right. So when you get around your family, you got you think you better than right. You want to you want to show them that this is what you get for not supporting me. And what I'm saying is. Is, is that you as a leader, you should not allow your actions and your mindset to be predicated like that. You still got to walk in the space of humility. You still got to chill out, right? You still got to be humble enough to understand that you are not controlled by somebody else's lack of support. At the end of the day, you got to keep it moving, which leads me into the fourth point. You have got to learn to embrace the love of strangers. And why? Because strangers will become your new extended family. Remember what I said earlier on in this podcast. A lot of times it's very easy for people to share the work or whatever it is or support the work of those that they don't know because it's a fresh face. It's somebody that they've never seen before, that they've never heard, but what they're saying resonates with them. And it's not to say that you don't provide that. It's just the fact that they've gotten too comfortable with you. So it's okay for you to be able to accept the love and the support of strangers because a lot of times what you have to give is not for the people closest to you. What you have to give is for a world that has yet to see who you are, a world that needs what you have but doesn't even know that you exist yet. Your goal is not to stay in the same space or the same circle getting support from the same old people time and time again. The true goal behind this is truthfully to be able to get support from those that don't know you because you provide a resource that they need. 
So guys, before you start allowing the dismantling of the relationships with family members, embrace them strangers. They're good for you. Those will be your new family. They will be your biggest cheerleaders on social media. They will randomly come. Look, I spoke in New York back in um, February at the... uh, I did a, a a conference there with a campaign for black male achievement. And during the conference, I literally had one of my followers who has been following me on Instagram and Periscope for, for the last few years. Like I thought she was joking. She randomly popped up at the event and me and my wife was like, yo, we follow you on social media. She was like, yeah, I follow y'all. Like she, and, and I mean, she just went so hard. Like she walked into the event. I wasn't even the only speaker, but she was like, yeah, I'm here for the event with Richard Taylor. I'm like, I feel good about myself now, <laughs> but this is what I'm saying, man. Look, embrace the strangers, embrace those who support you that you've never met because a lot of times they will become your biggest supporters. And this leads me to my fifth and final point. You cannot be mad at those who don't have the resources to help you elevate. Ooh, let's take that back one more again. Why? Look, the biggest reason that you cannot be upset with your friends and family, remember what I said, same circle, same space, they know you, but you cannot be upset with the people who are closest to you that you want to support you that don't because they don't have the resources to help you elevate. They literally can only take you so far. One of the, how, how can, how can you expect growth from the same place that you struggled in. When you think about a lot of us in our work, in our visions, our dreams, and our goals, we are literally trying to create something that for most of us, our family and friends have never seen before. Our circle has never been exposed to this type of elevation. Our circle has never been exposed to this type of massive productivity. You can't be mad at people who can't give that to you. You can't sow seeds in a space that is literally drained, dry, and dead. So don't be upset with them because you feel like they're not supporting you or you feel like they should be doing more. Truthfully, guys, they don't have the resources to elevate you. They don't have what it's going to take for you to get in front of new and broader audiences. All it's going to look like is, oh, look at this family member doing this, and it's going to stay in the same circle. Yeah, some of their friends might see it, but at the end of the day, everybody's comfortable with you. Everybody's familiar with you. You have got to understand that your elevation comes with those who, when they see you, When they hear you, when they see your work, they are literally awakened in a moment. Their spirit is shook. Everything about them starts to shift and change because you bring something new. You bring something fresh. That should be your focus and your concern. So look, don't sit up here praying to God like, oh, send the right people around me. But then while you're praying that you've got this false expectation that the people that are supposed to be around you are the ones who aren't. You have literally made your prayers ineffective. Why? Because you've got an expectation for people that aren't a part of the ones that you just prayed for. So take a step back before you start allowing your emotions to change your attitude towards your friends and your family. Before you start dismantling uh, the relationships and the, the positive relationships and the positive connections, man, take some time to check yourself and realize that your job is to build outward. I hear a lot of people complain about the church, right? They say people in the church keep the word in the four walls. We're supposed to take it past the four walls. If this helps you, then God bless. I'm happy. 
Stop thinking that you're supposed to keep your work and the support is only supposed to come in the four walls. Get outside of that building, start to move around, move your product around, move your brand around, move yourself around. A prophet is not accepted in their own home. Sometimes you got to leave. And when I say leave, look, for me, look, why did I leave Chicago? Oh, yeah, love, duh. But at the same time, beyond love, you have to go in order to grow. So for us, man, sometimes we've got to get out of the common land. We've got to get out of the common city and we've got to get out of the common space and take that leap of faith so that our dreams, our goals and everything that comes along with it, every blessing that will show from it will begin to manifest itself. Stop tripping on you. Stop tripping on people that you think are supposed to be there and start opening your eyes to those that you don't know. Start opening your eyes and your heart to everything that is so much greater than what you currently do. And guys, when you do that, I truly believe that you can get over this ugly truth or this this false expectation that your biggest support system is going to come from those closest to you. Because nine times out of 10, it's not. And I get it. At the end of it, once you finally make it big, once you're really thriving in that space, look, your family members, your friends, they're going to act like they were there with you from day one. You know the truth. They know the truth. You can keep people at arm's bay. That's okay. You can keep them at a distance. And, and look, and look, they know their place and you know their place. You don't have to fake the funk. But one of the things I'm also saying is that in not faking the funk, you also don't have, have to allow your heart and your mind to be deteriorated. And, and in that, you start becoming a, a person that is harboring and festering negative emotions and negative feelings for those who didn't support you when you thought that they should. Guys, I hope this helps you all today. Uh, as you go throughout this week, challenge yourself when it comes to your support system. Maybe look around. Maybe take a look as you're going through your social media feed. As you are looking at your emailing list, as you are looking at the responses in your mailing inbox, whatever it might be, take some time to truly look at those who have been showing you support, who have been giving you the likes, who have been sharing your work. Appreciate them, love on them, build with them, because at the end of the day, those who don't know you need you the most. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Do me a favor. Make sure that you follow me. Instagram, Jr. Facebook, Richard L. Taylor Jr. You can also follow me on Twitter at TrulyTaylorMade. Um, my website is RichardTaylorJr.com. On there, you will find all four of my books. If you haven't purchased them already, man, give them a shot. You can also do samples on um, Amazon Kindle with the eBooks. Um, and then finally as well, man, look, make sure that you subscribe here. Share this with somebody who might need it. At the end of the day, I think we all have that expectation. And it's okay for your family to extend and grow. Guys, I love you. I want to see you win in everything that you do. Until next time, peace.